What does people plus food service plus conversation equal? The Food Service for Thought podcast. Produced by Forbes, Heaver, and Wallace and hosted by Carrie Clements and Justin Oliveris, the bi-monthly podcast connects the food service industry through in-depth conversations with chefs, restaurant equipment suppliers, food service establishment owners, and so many others that make up our wonderful industry. If you like food, people, and great conversation, we think you will enjoy the Food Service for Thought podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Food Service for Thought. Here we are. Happy September. Carrie, we are here to talk about all the days in September that are the national days of related to food. And unfortunately, September starts out with a dud. However, as I said in August, I am pushing all of my chips into the center of the table and betting that <laughs> September is the best month of the entire year. For food-related national days, it, it looks good. So yeah, you coconut. Wanna... Um, yeah, I don't have nice things to say about coconut, and I don't like it when people surprise. September second. Yeah, September second. September second, yeah. World Coconut Day, and we'll just say the rest of the world yep. can have that. Moving on. National Cheese Pizza Day, Justin. That's your day. September fifth, National Cheese Pizza Day, is an amazing day because it is pizza. And it is an amazing day because it is cheese. So I will take that and I will tell you the best way to celebrate that with National Cheese Pizza Day is going to be to get yourself a thin crust, crispy, crunchy, square, Chicago-style box-cut slice of pizza, right? So everybody has the triangles of pizza and you think about the old pizzerias when they bring it to you and they were cut in all those little squares, and you got some of the little end pieces that were tiny little triangles. And then as you got more into the middle of the pizza, they were squares. That's what you want for National Cheese Pizza Day. So go out and get one of those and, uh, and let me know what you think. Listen, when we are back in the test kitchen and we're all together or even when we're not together and, you know, you guys are doing a video or something, we've got that Maraforni oven there. We've got the rotator oven there. I feel like cheese pizza with like four kinds of cheeses would be oh, an a quattro fromage, you might say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'm so all in. Put it on your list. Well, and it pairs pretty well with September 7th for you, which is National Beer Lovers Day. And I there am I am a beer lover for sure. Honestly, it's a it's it's a toss up between to say what pairs better with pizza right? Pizza and wine or pizza and beer. You've got people on both sides of the aisle, but man, a nice cold beer, like a really, really good flavorful beer with a, with a slice of pizza. That's hard to beat. It is hard to beat. So why try? Why try? Um, okay. I guess I, I drew the short uh, <laughs> stick here. I will take no. September 9th. Dude, National, that's awesome. <laughs> National Schnitzel Day. God, National Schnitzel Day. I, that, I'll take that day. I don't know where I'm going to get Wiener Schnitzel from. I will make it. I will make Wiener Schnitzel. I love it. It's great. It's amazing. Once my husband was in Germany for work and I made Schnitzel for our neighbors because he was at Oktoberfest and I was like, you know what, to that. So I had people <laughs> over 
and I made schnitzel and uh, two other things that I cannot pronounce. Um, and we had beer, very cold beer, and it was wonderful. It was amazing. And schnitzel is a good thing. September 13th. Strong day, in my opinion. National Peanut Day. Yeah. Yeah, peanuts yes. are great. We just bought some at the grocery store. Do you tell me? I, I love I, nuts, Carrie. Okay. I but love do you nuts. like them salted or unsalted? Uh, salted. Yeah. So I can have them lightly salted because sometimes I think you can go overkill. And like even like at the ballpark, right? You go to a baseball game. Um, and sometimes it's just so, those they're so salty. But you get the unsalted ones and those are just like... <laughs> So yeah. I'm always going to go with a lightly salted uh, peanut, and I'll take them any way you can get it. My favorite is at a ballpark, right? Crack yes. peanut shells. Take them. It's just like, to me, that is quintessential summer. It's something you got to do, and I can't wait till my daughter's old enough, and we can go do that together at a baseball game or something. I know. The the um, the Astros are playing again, as our other baseball teams Astros are playing again and at Target the other day um, yes I went to Target it was wonderful I was out amongst the people anyway they had Houston Astros uh, peanuts and I love throwing them on the ground I, I you know I feel bad for the people who have to clean them up but I do love throwing them on the I feel like a kid again like really daddy I can just throw them on the ground yeah yeah <laughs> That's yeah, great. I do love the peanut day. Okay. So September 15th, National Linguini Day. That's got to be a Justin day. It is. Uh, and I'm not talking about Linguini, the main character from Ratatouille, <laughs> who's just lovable and adorable. And I used to cook with a guy that looked exactly like that, and we called him Linguini. It was pretty funny. But Linguini itself. So I love pasta. I don't know where you fall on that spectrum. On a scale of one to yes, it is 100% yes. I'll take pasta any way I can get it. And linguine is a great noodle. It's a little bit of a thicker, bigger noodle, which I think is great because it really hugs onto that sauce well. And there's something so satisfying about sticking your fork in a plate of pasta and just twirling it around and raising it up to your mouth. And what you end up having is just this giant, just tapestry (laughs) woven of delicious pasta. Talk about being a kid again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love pasta, just so you know, so you don't have to break up with me. I do love it. In fact, I'm having leftover steak on pasta with feta and capers and Kamada olives and olive oil here in a little while. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you in a little bit. I'll be over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's my go-to thing, like whatever protein we have left over, just make whatever kind of pasta We've got, which we usually have lots of different kinds. And then there you go. It's super easy. It's so low-cal. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, that sounds like a super low-cal everything. <laughs> yeah, Carrie no, Clements will not be skinny ever, especially you go next. This is why. Oh, I go. Okay, I was going to say not to be outdone by Linguini is, I think, the, the state mascot of Texas potentially, uh, guacamole, National Guacamole Day. So, Carrie, what is better than patio, cold beer, chips, salsa, guac? I don't know. I, I, I do not know. I don't know. And, and I'm going to tell on myself, I made myself like avocado. I didn't like it. Um, and that was based on no information because I don't think I'd ever tried it. I just like, nope. 
I well, I basically didn't like anything green till a few years ago. So there's that, <laughs> uh, food wise. <laughs> uh, we like green beans. Yeah, guacamole or guacamole um, is a fave. But I like a creamy guacamole. I don't like the Mexican guacamole because I I I don't love the tomatoes and onion crunchy thing happening. I just want like the most unhealthy version you can possibly have. Okay. Now, one final note on guacamole and the, the whole patio situation, right? So I'm not from Texas, so I'm not used to having uh, patio accessibility in the normal world for, you know, eight, nine months a year. So since I moved down here, which has been a long time now, but there is nothing better. And if you don't, if you're not in this part of the country, you can't really appreciate it the same way of sitting on that patio with a cold beer and chips just keep appearing at your table with with salsas and you get a little guacamole and it's just the greatest way to start a happy hour to start a group dinner it just it's awesome you can't beat it i think i'm gonna order some guacamole and chips uh and pick them up because we're having pulled pork it's in the crock pot right now jesus i'm coming over to your house you get (laughs) one meal after another well i don't look like this by accident no i you know what i've started to enjoy cooking it's been a very long time since I enjoyed cooking, um, and I really started enjoying it. And also, uh, it's something to clear your head, and you know this. You can really get into or get out of your head when you're cooking and concentrating yes. on creating something. Yep. So, um, but I think some guacamole, I always say guacamole, um, would be good. Thank you. National. All right, you're up next. Yeah, Cheeseburger Day. September, September 18th. 18th. Yep, National Cheeseburger Day. And fun fact, when I'm cruising around on Instagram, and uh, for work, obviously, because that's all I do is work Instagram. When I'm looking at work <laughs> Instagram, um, because of our, you know, what we do, everything that comes up on the search is uh, food. Oh, my God. There are, like, series put it on your calendar everybody to check out cheese hashtag cheeseburger especially around september 18th it's crazy it's crazy how are there people still alive that eat these things like two or three i don't know how many pounds of meat these are with cheese just dripping from the sides and i support that that's awesome so, no, I want to ask you a question because I love burgers. I love cheeseburgers. I love all that. But as the more I eat them, the more I prefer a manageable size burger. Yeah. Or just like the whole yeah. thing, right? Because sometimes well, you, you can get yes, overloaded. You, you get the it. avocado. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it, it ends up turning into a dilapidated mess. But give me a good cheeseburger. Give me two of them, to be honest with you, or three or five. Uh, but, yeah, I'm all in. Cheeseburgers. I'm seeing a little Popeye, okay. a little wimpy, holding a platter of cheeseburgers. Yeah. I will gladly pay you Tuesday <laughs> for a hamburger today. September 20th, this is the anchor of the whole month. Yes. National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Upon this rock, I will build my church. And could not be more accurate. Carrie, there is nothing I love more in this world than pizza. There is nothing I love more in this world than pizza with pepperoni and maybe one or two other toppings on it. So I will definitely be indulging elbows deep on September 20th for National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Nothing else I can tell you other than go out and get yourself a pie. 
Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think you like it more than me, but when you decide you're going to have a pizza, you feel better. Yes. Yes. I mean, honestly, everybody says, like, food can't make you happy, but I've never seen anyone pissed eating a pepperoni pizza. Mm-mm. We don't like those people. Now, arm wrestling with pepperoni pizza on the same day, they're losing the arm wrestling. It's like that scene in Over the Top when pepperoni pizza turns its hat backwards like Sylvester Stallone did, and now <laughs> he's going to win the arm wrestling competition. But a viable competitor in this in September 20th, I'll let you talk about this one. I, I assume you're letting me talk about it, not only because you just took pepperoni pizza day, but because I'm from Texas, and so is queso. National queso day. Yeah, September 20th. Oh, they're both September 20th. What if you had, what if you dipped your pepperoni pizza into queso? That's a fusion of sorts, isn't it? Uh, blasphemous fusion, I think. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think we can all agree. Queso. We already talked about the, the guacamole. So I think queso, we know where we stand on that. But But I don't know if you're like, you like the easy melt stuff just as much as you like, you know, a legitimate queso. I'll, I'll do both. So like when we do parties at our house um, or you go to someone's house for a birthday party or something that, you know, the Velveeta and Rotel yeah. in the crock pot, that, yeah. that is great. I mean, it it's tastes good. delicious. I also love when you go to a, a restaurant and you get the, the really nice queso. Maybe there's a little brisket on it in there or something or they sort of you know they're pulled pork queso i've had some of that before it's awesome so like that with chips right salsa guac i mean that is quintessential texas and it is quintessential amazing so what you just said to me was take some of the pulled pork put it aside for the weekend when we have our social distance happy hour with our neighbors serve them pulled pork queso Yes, 100%. Like, that's a real thing, and okay. you totally should do that. It's I'm awesome. I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. Yep. Okay. So All right. So now, with a full belly, we, we yeah. march on to September 22nd. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any thoughts on this. <laughs> just, a, just a few. National Ice Cream Cone Day, though I think we're going to differ on the cone um, based on August information I have. Um, I like those crunchy, I guess they're waffle cones, the crunchy ones. Um, The sugar cones, I mean, if that's my only, I will choose a sugar cone over a cup. Because to me, if you're having the ice cream, just have the ice cream. Don't go, oh, that's too many calories or too much sugar in the cone. If you want a cone, have a cone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, Fun fact about ice cream cones, I love a drumstick ice cream cone. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, my go-to, my most vivid memory in Iron Mountain, Michigan, a neighboring town where I grew up, sitting at the ice cream station on one of the two picnic tables in the parking lot, eating a waffle cone with two scoops of Amaretto Cherry Mackinac Island Fudge ice cream. Holy moly. That is incredibly specific, but that was one of those <laughs> moments as a kid when, like, the first time I had that, like, I, I still remember it because I'm like, wow, this is one of the best things I've ever tasted in my life. And it's like, I didn't know food. I didn't know anything could taste like this. Uh, so, yes. So, go out, get an ice cream cone. I'm all in on the waffle cone because you can load more in and you get more cone per bite with the ice cream as you're devouring it. 
That's the that's the biggest challenge, isn't it? The right ratio because you want to end on the right bite. It change because it, it can reshape your whole ice cream cone experience. Yes, if, and if also that ice cream doesn't get to the bottom of the cone is what I'm saying to you, Justin. Yes, yes, okay. and also along with that, there's something to be said for a Dairy Queen soft serve mm. uh, dipped dipped in chocolate. Yes. Remember how they do that? Yeah, of course I do. Hard, hard to beat that as a kid. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm, look, I am a, a, yeah, ice cream, my two, I'm sorry. I, I do like Marble Slab ice cream, but memory-wise, um, I would say Sonic because our daughter just, it, it was a treat to, to take her to that, and there's one close to the house. Um, but Dairy Queen also, because when I was younger, there's like Dairy Queens on every small town on the way to my, uh, grandmother's to visit my grandmother and we would get to have Dairy Queen. And so I, I support all ice cream establishments that, that all of them. Yes. And there's even one, uh, here in Kima next time that you're here in 2027, uh, I will take you there, and you will be forever grateful. And Hoyt Toddy and Lindsay Nix turned me on to that. Okay. Yeah. So, and you're going to have to take the next one because I don't even know what that is. Cherry's Jubilee. <laughs> All right. This is like classic 1950s country club dessert. Uh, it is a dish of vanilla ice cream with some type of liquor and some uh, cooked cherries, sort of a compote of cherries, and then they set it on fire, flambe, right? We've heard that term. And, and that's, the, that's the dessert. So to me, um, I think there's better ways now that you could have a brandy-infused vanilla ice cream cherry uh, delicious. So the concept is good. I just, uh, you know, yeah. whatever. That's so that's that's the 24th and, uh, of September. And what I pictured when you said that, was um, it, uh, when we were in New Orleans a gazillion years ago, we went to this, um, somebody got us in. I, I don't remember who, I know who we were with, but I don't know who, how we got into this like uh, yacht club kind of thing. And they, it was like legitimately old school. They would have Cherry's Jubilee. That's, that's what yep. came to mind. Okay. All right. That's where and you find it. That's where you find it. And, and, I almost want to look up um, our National German Sandwich Day for September 25th because what does that mean? I don't know. Um, German Sandwich. Let's look it up. Well, we'll come back to that because also on the 25th, there's two other ones. I'll take those. National Cooking Day, which is great, right? So everybody get out there, cook something on the 25th. Um, I think that's pretty cool. Like you mentioned before, you can really kind of lose yourself in cooking and that's fun. And also on the 25th, and this is something that is just infuriating to me, National Lobster Day. Everybody grew, I grew up, we're supposed to love lobster. That's the, one of the top levels of high end cuisine. And I could not, I cannot find another food, maybe besides artichokes, where the juice is not worth the squeeze than lobster. I think it is incredibly overrated. Uh, I think it's incredibly bland. I think it's incredibly overpriced. You would be so much better to go get yourself some sea scallops, uh, go get yourself some nice big shrimp, uh, get yourself a nice fillet of maybe black bass or something like that. But if you see lobster on the menu, don't be fooled. If you soak anything in butter, it's going to taste like butter. So go go get something else. Have you Amen. found anything else about uh, German Sandwich Day? Yeah, it's butter bread. Oh, butter bread. Okay. 
Butterboot, Butterboot, I, I can't say it, but Butterboot, it's, uh, <laughs> yep, it is uh, basically bread and butter. That's it. Okay. So I'm on board. And that, this explains something. My, uh, my, my family, my mom's family is German and Czech predominantly, and we had butter bread with every meal. And if I didn't eat my butter bread, these were the words that my mother said to me. Eat your brother, your butter bread. It's good for you. So I cannot be complete. You know, you can't hold me responsible for my physique. <laughs> it's my mom's fault. And that damn German sandwich. <laughs> is Yeah. I mean, when you think about Eastern European cuisine, just is there anything that is more that in a bottle than just bread with bland bread with butter on it and then some boiled potatoes next to it. Yep. Hi, yi, yi. Yeah. Okay, moving on to greener pastures. We're going to lighten things up a little bit. September 26th, National Better Breakfast Day. Have yourself a better breakfast. Carrie, what's your go-to breakfast? Uh, my go-to breakfast is about three ounces of pork chop. Uh, boneless pork chop that I make on Sundays and put in the refrigerator and I just cut it up. I partially make it and uh, then I cut it up and slice it up, I mean, and put it in a pan with some olive oil or avocado oil and uh, blueberries and strawberries and a quarter of a pita. And oh, wow. It, it's, I love it. It's my favorite thing. I, I love even just making it. Um, I love it. So there you go. What's yours? That's great. Uh, so a lot of days I do a smoothie where I do a little, uh, protein powder. I do some almond milk, some avocado. Avocado, by the way, is a great addition to a smoothie for texture, kind of really rounds it out. Doesn't really provide a lot of flavor necessarily, but really, really helps with it not tasting like muddy water or not feeling like muddy water when you're drinking it. You Uh, feel berries go in there, rice and spinach. Yeah. Try to do some of that. Otherwise, I love one of my go-to breakfasts, uh, some eggs with some uh, breakfast sausage Mm. and then a piece of avocado toast. Mm -hmm. But I use Trader Joe's everything but the bagel seasoning to sprinkle on the avocado toast with some salt. And then if I get crazy, I take cherry tomatoes, cut them in half, put them sunny side up, and then hit that with salt and pepper and put those on top of the avocado toast. And that is a raging mouth party. Dude, take a picture of that. I will. I'll have to make it. I've got all the stuff, and I'll make it tomorrow. That sounds amazing. I yeah. Again, I didn't like avocado, but now I, I sometimes will just have um, avocado, a hard-boiled egg, and that pita. I, I, the pita is my crunch. I gotta have breakfast yes. crunch. So September twenty-six has three things happening. All of them are pretty good. Yep. Yeah, because next to better breakfast day is national dumpling day or as we say in texas dumpling dumplings dumpling and i i have i have thoughts about dumplings you not being from here or being eastern european i'm not sure what your thoughts are on dumplings uh my well my experience has been more with asian cuisine i do know that they're a part of european cuisine then they're dumplings yeah i like them but it's one of those things where I, i i would never I would never order them intentionally. I don't dislike them, but I would just always find something on the menu that I would want to have more as opposed to dumplings. Yeah, so I didn't even think about that. I was thinking about chicken and dumpling. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
because we were talking about that this weekend even how awesome would some just having that to heat up but the but the problem is if you if you freeze it your dumplings that's problematic and that's that's you can get fights over dumplings so it like you could have one friend just be furious with another friend for arguing between fresh dumplings or just you know like using roll out biscuits yes yeah so we should we should not we don't want to we don't get it we don't want to get upset with each other we should probably move on to the next sims fighting words yes let's yeah. move on let's move on yeah so uh we talked about this for august when 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 you disputed the waffle versus the pancake so here you go your pancake has a day is september 26th it does have a day I love pancakes, and I used to not love them because my experience was never actually having them at home. It was just if we went out to a diner or to a Perkins or a Denny's or something like that, a Bob Evans, and I never really liked them because at the time when I was a kid, right, they're just sort of like the the classic diner thin pancakes. You get a short stack or whatever, and I just never really liked them. Then I went to college, and one of the restaurants on our campus made them as big as the plate and about a half an inch thick and they were blueberry or chocolate chip or whatever and I was like wow what have I been missing so since then I'm all on for pancakes our daughter loves them I make a whole bunch of I make an entire box at one time and then I freeze a bunch of them and then we pull them out as we need them that's usually our little Sunday breakfast as a family and uh, give me some fresh fruit on top of it maybe a little syrup can't go wrong you absolutely can go wrong, and that's by putting fresh fruit on top of it. But okay, I thought that was a crepe. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, I do love pancakes. I love them. Um, I don't order them often. If if we're gonna treat ourselves to eat breakfast out, um, I always and sourdough toast is a thing. I'm gonna have mm-hmm. sourdough toast with it. But pancakes, my husband made them the other day. He surprised me. I, it was a joyful thing. Yes. Little tip on the pancakes, too, if you're making them at home. When you mix the batter, let it sit for about five minutes before you pour it into the pan for your first pancakes. Uh, letting it sit for a little bit and allowing the baking powder, baking soda in there to help rise uh, is going to make the pancakes much more fluffy. So a little tip for you. Wait five minutes. Okay, good to know. Yep. All yep. right. So go make yourself a coffee. September 28th, we end the month pretty strong here. We've got two days left. September 28th, yeah. Carrie, I'll let you hit this one. There's a theme, isn't there? There's This is Drink Beer Day, which begs the question, on September 28th, it's Drink Beer Day, but September 7th, it's National Beer Lovers Day. Does that mean you're only to admire on the 7th and on the 28th you actually have permission to drink it? Yes. On the 7th you can just say, oh, you're a beer lover. Cheers. Hello. Hello. I'll see you on the 28th. <laughs> and then on the 28th you can sit on a patio and just get shmammered. Yeah. Yes. Do you know how much beer you have to drink to get shmammered? Sh- how did you say that? Shmammered? A lot um, of beer. A lot of beer, yeah. A lot of beer. Last day. I will take this because I know your feelings on this. September 29th, one of my favorite things in the world, National Coffee Day. I will take coffee any way I can get it. My recommendation for the best beverage, milk-infused coffee beverage, is going to be a cappuccino. 
Yeah, I, think I love that is awesome. Uh, lattes are great. I think you can't go wrong with any of that at home. Uh, I use a French press. So if anybody is looking for an inexpensive way to make a superior cup of coffee at home, get yourself a French press. They're about 20 bucks. You can get them anywhere. And get yourself uh, a little steam kettle and set a timer for four minutes. Get yourself some whole beans, grind them up, and you will have an unbelievably amazing cup of coffee at home, as good as you will get at a boutique coffee shop. French press. Way to go. We had a French press. We gave it to our daughter. I can't drink coffee anymore, but I love it. I love the smell. I love watching a concoction be assembled. I love the anticipation. I love it all. I just cannot drink it, unfortunately. But I love it. I love it. I love it. And I've and um, I. But I will have a decaf cappuccino. I know, um, in the evening if we're out at a restaurant and the, and it's like a you know legit cap, a cappuccino. Oh I just, yeah. I, you know what was my fave before I stopped drinking coffee was when we have company meetings, and that Frankie machine is just going. And, you know, you could tell after lunch, there's always those people, yep. I guess, that just aren't bothered by having coffee in the evening, afternoon, like at one thirty or 2 o'clock. Whatever we're, whatever we're talking about cannot hold people's attention when they know that Frankie machine's over there. And all you have to do is push the button. And I love <laughs> – because then that just kicks off another – okay. But you can you, – you know, I, I do like the – I like the smell of coffee at home. Um, luckily, my husband drinks it, and it just it, – it's another one of those things that it would be hard to be sad when you smell it. It just is a moment of cheer. It's a joyful thing to me. It is. It is. And there's nothing better than that first sip of coffee when you're tired and it's early in the morning. And if it's quiet, even better. Even better. So yeah. there we go. September. Strong month. Top to bottom, that, except for that, that World great. Coconut Day. You can go to hell. But outside of that, uh, <laughs> everything else was pretty legit. I, I think you weren't all that fired up about schnitzel, but I challenge you to make some schnitzel. Yeah, I'll see if I can, I'll see if I can dig into that. Uh, in between National Beer Lovers Day and National Peanut Day, maybe I'll, I'll fire up the old schnitzel maker and see what I can come up with. There you go. But that does Do it. it. Month of September in the books for National Day Ofs. Really good stuff. Two weeks from now, Carrie, we're going to be back with a guest interview episode. It's going to be great, and we will see everyone then. So please check us out on social media, Food Service for Thought. Our Instagram handle is at Food Service for Thought. And Carrie, thank you very much for chatting. Thank you, Justin. All right, we'll see everybody. Yes, it was fun. We'll see everybody in two weeks. Thank you for listening to the Food Service for Thought podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And a big shout out to Forbes, Heaver, and Wallace and everyone on the team for producing the first ever food service rep-driven podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Oh, and go eat out at your local restaurant or grab some takeout or delivery, even if you are just in the mood for some apps or dessert. Every bite helps.